Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Extraordinary Expletive. You got your boy J-Dubs on the mic over here. Kenny G's on the other side, and today we were going to have the talented Mikael Russell on, talk talk a little, you know, shoot the shit, have him play guitar for y'all, but unfortunately, uh, we had some scheduling conflicts, so hopefully we can have him on next week. I really look forward to that, but today, instead, we're going to be talking about dead musicians. And, uh... And the impact they left. Yeah. This is a uh, <laughs> uh, shout-out uh, that we had, a request from our buddy Dante DiLorenzo. Uh, I think it was a really good idea. Uh, shout-out to Dante and uh, the Heavy Sauce Hand. Check out his Facebook page. He's pretty, pretty talented motherfucker there. But, uh, yeah, so discussing dead members and dead people. Lead where singers. Do, where, where, where do we start? Um, I was I would want to talk about the, the Twenty Seven Club first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 discuss it's a it's a very weird thing. Very coincidental thing. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, it's just so basically, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's it's a uh, title given to uh, musicians who die at the age of twenty seven. Uh, because famously in the 60s and 70s, it was uh, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison all died at the age of 27. But it all started originally with Robert Johnson, the blues singer, who died at the age of 27. And then uh, again in the 90s, you had Kurt Cobain died at the age of 27. And then Alanis Morissette, or not Alanis Morissette, <laughs> Jesus, what's her face? Um... I'm sorry, we filmed this part one time, and I was talking about last more set, so that's why her name was in my head. Yeah, I fucked up and forgot to hit record. Yeah. Um, oh, God, what was it? The girl who sings Rehab. Amy Winehouse? Amy Winehouse died at 27, too. Oh, yeah. So. So it's definitely a number that, you know, it, it's weird how, I don't know, what was that, their peak? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of like at whenever they were at the top is whenever they went down because Amy Winehouse got really famous and then she just died in her sleep and Kurt Cobain got, you know, Nirvana was, uh, what, working on their fourth studio album, died, shot himself. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but, uh, that's, I don't know, it's it, it's still a crazy concept to wrap your head around, like, they were all 27, that's I fucking think, weird. I think something that has to do with it, though, is, like, the lore of Robert Johnson, because Robert Johnson famously said that he met the devil at a crossroad and sold his soul so he could be a good musician, and there were actually a lot of people back then who said, yeah, he was horrible, he wasn't that good, and then one day he was just, you know, this amazing blues singer, so, I don't know, so that's where it started, and then... Just, so you think maybe these guys uh, kind of sold their soul as well? No, because Bob Dylan says he sold his soul to the devil, and he is like a shoveling corpse on stage anymore because he is like eighty, mid eighties. Yeah. Um, but and then it it too. Whenever all those people died, whenever Jim Morrison died, the door stopped being a thing. When Jimi Hendrix died, there was no more experience. When Janis Joplin died, uh, her group was gone. Kurt Cobain killed himself. No more Nirvana. Yeah, a lot of them split up, and, you know, it's uh, it sucks. That's all you have now is just those memories, the albums that they released, and, you know, videos and shit, but uh, the impact that 
their devs had on like fans and listeners was was huge too like i remember watching videos of kurt cobain's death and there's people in seattle like literally crying you know what i mean like never met him before nothing but you know they put such an impact on that person's lives it's sad to see them go and realize you're never going to hear anything else from them a lot of times though i think whenever like the lead singer of a band dies i think um the band should probably cease i mean it's hard to get a new singer yeah because that's your sound you know um yeah, you can say what you want about the instrumentals, but, like, the the singer is your sound. Yeah. I mean, and you can, you know, get another guitarist and get somebody to play those same notes. You can't get somebody whose voice sounds exactly the same, you know what I mean? I mean, but, as, as a singer, you look at as a frontman, when people think of that band, they think of you, you know, and if people think of uh, Slipknot, they think of Corey Taylor. They're not thinking of, well, maybe Mick they'll Thompson think of, and shit. Maybe they'll think of Mick Thompson. Yeah. Maybe because Mick Thompson's the only one that's mass has stayed the same the entire time. Yeah. I mean, I think of Joey Jordison, but he's just an He's not even drummer. in the band, yeah. so... Yeah, it's sad. Clown, but... Uh, I don't know what... Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't replace someone like Kurt Cobain on vocals, though. No. It's hard. Uh, Allison Chain's kind of done it uh, with Lane Staley. William Duvall, it's not the same, but a lot of that, too, is Jerry Cantrell carries the vocals. Yeah. From what I heard, I mean, I, I actually haven't listened to them uh, with the new singer, but they said that he does a really good job. They've been around for 11 years with the new lead singer. I don't I don't listen to them. Oh. Sorry. Okay. But then you got, um, you know, like Wayne Static had just recently died, and, uh, you know, Static X, they kept going. They actually just came back and did a tour this year, you know. and uh, Who's their new lead singer? I don't know his name, um, but, yeah, I thought they were doing like a uh, – you like know, a tribute thing? Yeah, or if they were going to do, like, the uh, the hologram deal, you know what I mean? Mm. But uh, the weird thing is, like, the guy who sings actually wears a Wayne Static mask. Oh, that is so it's, uh, it's that's creepy. creepy as shit. That's creepy. But from what I hear, he does a pretty spot-on job. Oh, jeez. What if it's revealed that it is Wayne Static? He never died. Yeah. It was just a publicity stunt. Or he actually did die, and it's... Really, his face, the guy cut off. Jesus, you went in the dark right there. <laughs> yeah. Two types of people in this world. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I know that um, Guar still tours and Otis Arungus had died. Yeah, they, they replaced... I mean, they didn't replace him, but they got a new singer, and she's a, a, a female, you know? that's The weird part is, though, Otis Arungus was the last original member of Guar. So, like, when does it stop being Guar? Yeah. Are they just always going to replace members? Are they like the Wu-Tang Clan? Or isn't that what you said? Like, uh, they made it that way so that Guar could live on forever. Like, you could literally replace the members, and you still have that persona, so you could have somebody just fill in as them or something. I don't know, maybe. I don't remember saying that, but... I swear I heard I never, I never thought about it like that. But... Yeah, you know what I mean? So, okay, the original member died, but, you know, this yeah, guy's still here. I don't know. At what point do you just become a cover band? Yeah, yeah. You're no longer the original anymore. Yeah, there's like, no one. Uh, like, okay, it, for example, with Nirvana, if you have Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl, and you're like, here's new lead singer, I'm like, that's not really Nirvana, but you just... Yeah. But... I don't know if I'd listen to it. Like, I don't know if I would dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think I would be as into it. I would, I would still have to sit back and listen to the other albums. I mean, like, I would appreciate it in the attempt that they're trying to do, but it's just never going to be the same. And, you know, that's... That I don't know. It's it's sad. It really is. Like going back. Okay, you know we're talking like the Doors. Uh, Morrison was a 
fucking crazy person, man. Like, uh, he obviously did a lot of drugs, but he... It's kind of how he died. Yeah. I mean, most of them, you know, uh, sad to say, but I mean, I guess that's part of the rock star industry. You know what I mean? You, uh, you get to that level and it doesn't matter and you can do those things, but sometimes you get carried away, I guess. But with Morrison, man, uh, he was so influential. Like his, his music was poetry and they just had this vibe on stage, man. I like, I could listen to the doors all day, especially their live stuff. It's, it's, it's nuts. Kind of with what I said earlier, though, I think that's maybe that's part of why they're held in such high regard is because, you know, they died so soon they didn't have time to fell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Nirvana point. Nirvana and three albums didn't have time to fell. Amy Winehouse, uh, what, two, three albums didn't have time. Um, the Doors, I don't even know how many they had. I'm not certain either. I think two or three. Jimi Hendrix. Definitely at least three. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, they just didn't have time to go through, like, their, like, you know, end of the Beatles phase where it was just weird, and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, uh, the music never progressed to anywhere to where it could be judged as shitty. Yeah, basically the sound they had is what... What it's gonna stay. That's it, yeah. Always. Sublime, one album, and people fucking love Sublime. Because Bradley overdosed on heroin. Yeah. And Sublime with Rome came out, and then... It's alright. It's not the same vibe, though. It doesn't have that feel. It's it's literally almost like a whole different band. Yeah. Like, and he doesn't sound anything like Bradley, and I know he's not trying to at all, but, like, their music just... Uh, it doesn't... Like, every time I hear Smoke 2 joints, I'm like, this is a jam. But then stuff with Sublime with Rome, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, like, this is good. But it's, it's different. It's more of that modern reggae style now, and it's just, uh, I don't know. They don't have that party feel anymore. However, uh, like I said, influences, man. They were influential as shit. That shit still carries on the day. Like, you know, like we talked last week about Badfish. You know, they people go to see that because it's that experience that you get to see Sublime all over again. So maybe in an essence, like them dying gives other just, people an opportunity. It just made them a martyr. Yeah. Same things in the, uh, the, with, the, with the hip-hop community. People talk about, you know, Pac and Biggie. Why? Because Pac and Biggie died. Yeah. You don't really hear people talk too much about, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony and shit anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, the only people that talk about 50 Cent nowadays is uh, Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they just jaw rule. But everybody looks up to them as, you know, a role model. Like, that's yeah. that's the epitome of what they want to become. You know, people listen to Nirvana and they think, oh, dude, like, I got to be able to play like Kurt. Like, I, I got to get to that level of stardom. Like, you know, never mind, blew the fuck up. And, you know, people tried to match that, it, that hype almost, you know? Oh, in the 90s especially, people were like, oh, my God, there's this band from Seattle. Let's go to Seattle and sign every fucking band we can. Yeah. Graffin Records, what did you do? Like, <laughs> but or no, I guess it was Sub Pop. Yeah, Sub Pop in the beginning. Jesus. But going back to Biggie and stuff, um, you know, same... Same concept. You said he had what two albums, and uh, and it's weird because the first one was Ready to Die, and then he died, and then after he died, the album that came out was called Life After Death. Yeah, and I'm like, well, we shouldn't talk about Tupac because Tupac's still alive. So. Yeah, for sure. 
like, and that's a cool conspiracy theory to talk about too, especially, um, Tupac has released the most music for being a dead guy. Yeah. Um, and movies in movies. Yeah. I mean, but the, the albums that came out after he died were, were crazy. Like there was eight of them, I think after Something he like died. That. And, uh, if you look at each cover of the album too, it's almost like they're playing a story that goes along with his whole not actually being dead conspiracy story. Like there's a picture of him like up on a cross, you know, like, did you ever see the, <laughs> the Chappelle show where he's in the club? Yeah. And yeah. Tupac starts playing. Wrote this a long time ago. A real, real long, long time, time ago. ago. 94. <laughs> feel like CJ from San Andreas. You probably never heard about him. He was a congressman. <laughs> like, uh, um, yeah, and then he like, I don't know, Tupac toward the end of uh, his life actually, was he was kind of, he was Machiavelli by the end of his, Yes. He changed his name and everything and. Maybe Tupac is still alive. I I saw this uh, article by the Hard Times, which is a parody website, and the headline was "There is no conspiracy. I'm dead." Confirms Tupac Shakur. I'm like, that's pretty good because there's a lot of people. I remember TMZ a few years ago got a photo of this guy from like a club in um, New Orleans who looked exactly like Tupac. Yeah. Like you see, you're like, wow, that's Tupac. I've seen photos nowadays too that look like him, but he's like older. Yeah. And he's some dude living in, uh, like, South America, you know? I think the whole conspiracy... Well, because here's why the whole conspiracy started, too, is because... So, Tupac gets shot. He's in the hospital. He's not doing so good. Then he's doing great. You know, it's been, like, four days, and all of a sudden, he's dead. And then when he's dead, he's cremated, and allegedly the outlaws smoked his ashes. They mixed it with some weed and smoked him. So... There was no body to look at, so people were just were like, well, he faked his own death because he was doing great, and then he just died. They just wanted to get out. Like, you definitely had somebody. Like, he did get shot. You know, that's proof. And Well, yeah, he even, I mean, he got shot before that. Yeah. That's so what maybe the that's why happened. he, you know, faked his death because he wanted to get that's the fuck him out and, of that game. That's why him and Biggie were beefing because he accused Biggie of shooting him, and that's, and then, uh. He wrote, hit him up, where he's like, that's why I fucked your bitch. You fat motherfucker. Yeah, what's side? <laughs> and then Biggie hit back with, um, who shot ya? Oh, okay. And, started, and he's like, who shot you, motherfucker? Like, oh, okay, so, I don't know. But it's it's the appeal of, like, those rappers. People are like, I want to be Pac, I want to be Biggie, because those guys went out on top. Yeah, for sure. And not even... Like overratedness, they were amazing. Like they were, yeah, they were great. Rappers. They were great rappers. I think Biggie was better, but hey, that's just the East Coast in me. So yeah. that's why I'm drinking a forty right it's now. Your, it's your boy, Pinky's out, bitch. They were they were sweet though, um, and you know, like we said, that's it's one of those things that gets mentioned often. You you talk about a rapper, like you're gonna hear Tupac and Biggie be on that list for sure. Yeah. Top yeah. ten every time. Unless, every, you're, unless you're Greg Hamilton. <laughs> every genre, though, has that one person. Um, it's it's never somebody living. It's always, like, somebody who's dead that people who just, like, ooze over and they idolize so much. Like, um, with country music, it's been Hank Williams. People were always saying, like, I want to be like Hank Williams. Hank Williams died in the backseat of a car. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's part of the appeal, though, is, like, Hank never had time to screw up. Well, besides, you know... His racist shit. <laughs> his racist things, but... Yeah. You know. Uh, and then... Yeah, it, I was just having a discussion with Todd last night 
about Hank. We were listening to Hank Williams around the fire. You know yeah. What I mean? He was showing me some shit I'd never heard. I'm like, okay. But that's what everybody says is old-time country. It's not this new poppy bullshit. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear Hank, you know, so... And then, well, and then there's other bands too where, um, like Cliff Burton from Metallica. Think about it, Metallica's had three out of the same three out of four members their entire career, and had Cliff Burton not tragically died in that bus accident, he would probably still be in the band. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe the <coughs> snare on fucking uh, Saint Anger wouldn't have sounded so bad. You know, he could have given his opinion. See, about that was that. The, that was the thing though. Was whenever they he died on the Master of Puppets tour, and then they recorded Injustice for All, and they were like Jason Newstead, our new member, but they were fucking but. Lars Ulrich was mad at him because he wasn't Cliff Burton. So they that's why Injustice has all the bass turned down. Oh. Lars Ulrich is a piece of shit. Like, and he just had him turn all the bass down. So, because he didn't... Again, Jason Newstead was a new guy and he was just mad because there was a new person. But what are you going to do? Do you want to make a new album or do you just want to stop being a band? Yeah, because you guys are getting pretty fucking popular. And it's... Yeah, Master of Puppets was like their masterpiece too, no pun intended. I mean, it's probably the best Metallica album, musically. And <clears throat> I actually saw, <laughs> I actually saw a shirt that I, I was going to buy. It has uh, It's a picture of Lars Ulrich and Cliff Burton like standing next to each other. And the shirt just says, it should have been Lars. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, but there's a band that... You know, a member had died, and they kept going. You know, yeah, and they were—they've won Grammys, they've won multiple awards. They're considered like there it goes. So oh, that was gonna happen. Yeah, we're our studio is falling apart as we get ready for the move. Yeah, we're just not gonna pick it up. I mean, we'll put it back on the wall. I feel like I'm eventually. part of the family because I'm like, oh, when we move. <laughs> yeah, we, Candy, where you, where you been all my life? <laughs> but yeah, you said you know they went won Grammys. Uh, MTV Icons was even like had a whole Metallica thing, you know. They are Snoop Talica. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Some forty one did Metallica medley. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like four songs all put together. Avril Lavigne. That was nuts. What was uh? What's one band that maybe had a lead singer or a member? Well, usually bands will continue if they have a, a member die because uh, the bassist from Slipknot he died. They continued on and. But usually when a lead singer, if a lead singer dies, it's 50-50 the band's going to continue on. So, like, what's one band that maybe had a lead singer who died who you would like to see keep going maybe with the new lead singer? Or maybe because their lead singer died, it, like, stunted their growth as a band. Elvis Presley? (laughs) um, I don't know. While you think about it, I just want to make a comment that um, I was listening to the radio probably like a month ago no not was longer than that but i don't remember when but uh they played no rain by blind melon now blind melon everyone's heard that song no rain you know the girl in the bumblebee outfit and everything but the dj after the song finished she's like yeah that was blind melon you know they went on a hiatus for a while and now they're back recording new songs you know going out on tour and i was like their lead singer died and they broke up for fucking 12 years that's what happened they didn't go on hiatus they just decided to get back together with a new lead singer because their lead singer had died. You know, I can't I can't really think of one. Typo negative? Yeah. I feel like 
they i mean they they hit their peak around that time you know the whole industrial phase was going on and do you remember the game show they had to like get the new loop singer typo negative no they had a game show on cbs in the early 2000s it was like a because american idol had just hit and everyone wanted to have like a big singing competition so they had a oh god i forgot what it's called but whoever won would become the new lead singer of typo negative and the judges were the people from typo negative oh that's crazy weird that's yeah and i was like this is the most ridiculous concept for a show ever because what are you going to do be like season two we have you know the outlaws they want to find the next tupac yeah (laughs) you just switch bands and the judges every single time i don't know man i really can't think of a band you know where the lead singer died, and I kind of you know just want to see him keep going. Nirvana, like for sure. I really wish that, but I think that's more I wouldn't of a case though where you don't want him to die. Yeah, I mean that's one that you know I wish didn't, but I couldn't see them going on, and you know being still being Nirvana that I loved. You know, because not only was Kurt the singer, he was the like the only <clears throat> guitarist in the band as well. You know what I mean? It's well, it's hard to match that vibe, man. Well, okay, Patchmere, Touche. And Jason you know, Everman on the first album. Yeah. Why didn't they, you know, try to continue then? Like, maybe that was, that, that was it. It was just too much heartbreak. They couldn't do it. Because that's a hard thing for a band to do. Um, if you're, you know, that's that's your friend. That's not, you know, just somebody you're an acquaintance with. You know, that's like your family member dying. And then to continue that, that's got to that's gotta be a lot of hurt. Um you know, I just can't imagine. Like, I discussed this before, but uh, after the burial, um, their guitarist committed suicide. And, uh, you know, they continued on um, going through interviews uh, with the lead singer and, you know, listening to him on stage. Like, you know, it was a rough thing to do. They said they actually almost quit. You know what I mean? They weren't going to do it anymore because it's, it's, it's hard to... Do it and not think negatively, you know what I mean? Or not be sad about, damn, I wish he was still here with us right now. But maybe at the same time, that's what gave them that driving force to continue. Like, let's do it for him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, you know, I discussed, like, when I seen them live, um, uh, Dig Deep had just came out. And that was the album they wrote after, you know, he committed suicide. He kept saying, oh, this album was hard to write. And I had no idea what he was talking about till after the show. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I can't imagine... Because it's a whole it's a whole process to write a song, especially when you're playing, you know, with a band. You know, aside from just sitting down and making your own music, like you have to bounce your ideas off of everybody else, and everyone has their own sort of creative juices flowing. And once one of those pieces leave, like especially if it's a good piece, like I could see, you know, hey, you're kicking somebody out of the band or something like that, or they had to leave or something. But if it was working with what was going on. It's it, it's it's a hard thing to imagine, like okay, well now how do we write this without blah blah blah, you know? Right. It's it might change the way the band sounds entirely, you know. It's not going to be <laughs> the same shit. It's it's going to be different. Yeah, I mean I I know we dick ride Nirvana here because we're both Nirvana people, but I actually read an interview with like Dave Grohl a few months ago where he said he hasn't listened to any Nirvana song since Kurt Cobain killed himself. He won't listen to him anymore. He's like, I just can't go back. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, and that's really, you know, that's really messed up because that was, you know, your life for what three, four years. 
that's what you did. You went on tour. You you have all these memories. And he's like, I just can't go back and listen to Nirvana. I don't know. That's hard to think about, man. Yeah. Like, did, be, is it because it makes him sad, you know, or what did it say? Oh, I, well, he just said, like, it was kind of like a thing where he was like, I think it makes him miss Kurt. It's kind of what he was going at. Like, yeah. Like, when he listens to it, he has to think about, you know, all the times he had with Kurt, and then he just... They had times, they had fun, they had he, seasons in the sun. He can't go back and just revisit that. <clears throat> like, um, most recently, I guess, uh, or, or more recently, not most recently, but uh, James Heineman from Slayer had died. Yeah. And um, He had, like, a flesh-eating bacteria, too. It was some crazy shit. <laughs> that's... It's a weird way to get it's not it's not the stereotypical hey he od'd blah 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 you know or no he got bit like by like a he got bit by like a spider or something and it's off topic but didn't you as well did i get bit by a spider remember back in high school you had that fucking thing on your arm i had a staph infection was it a staph and yeah, you didn't know if it was a fucking black recluse I that bit know, you or i didn't know if like a, a a black recluse had bit me or and i found with a staph infection that was like the over the MRSA scare was big yeah that's so weird i wasn't allowed to because I, I played football. Well, I wasn't allowed to ride the bus with the football team to one of the games. They put you on quarantine. One of the, well, one of the kids like complained to his mom, and his mom called him and was like, I don't want him riding the bus with my son. Yeah. What, if, what if he gets a two? I'm like, are you retarded? Like, you have to have a cut or something. Like, I have to take my wound and rub it against like an open wound in your skin. <laughs> and I'm on like eight antibiotics right now. Because you do have to, whenever you have a stab infection, you do have to, like, kind of quarantine yourself. You can't. Yeah. But it is infectious, for sure. Yeah, it's very infectious. Yeah. But, again, it's one of those things. It's off topic there. I apologize. But, I mean, I guess that's what happened. Heineman then. So he, he got bit by a spider. He got a flesh-eating bacteria, and it killed him. That's fucking crazy. And, I mean, they carried on. And, you know, they still do their tours now. Uh, they picked up the guitarist from... Uh, Fucking what? What band is that? I can't think of it. I don't even know. Cause... I forget his name. Uh, I seen them at Rock on the Range. It was weird because he played side stage with his other band, and then you know, forty five minutes later, played main stage with Slayer. And like, <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Like, so he's in another band, and they're like, "Hey, man, like, we really like the way you play, or something." I don't know how it happened. I'd like to read an interview on that and see. When we when we get to our metal month, I do want to talk about the state of metal and how they have to keep on going back to like, sl- but like Slayer's headlining. I'm like. Where's any other band that's made in the last fucking 25 years you could headline? Because there's a lot of, a lot of times they're like, this is a tour with Slayer. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, but. Slayer is like the epitome of metal, you know what I mean? Like, Metallica is the epitome of metal. Mm, I disagree. Really? Yeah, speed metal maybe. We are going to go talk about this during metal month, which was going to be a series of four podcasts we're going to have on metal. Yeah, at least. Metal is a big thing for the both of us, so. It's hard to talk about just, you know, one day. Like, yeah. Like we said about genres, man, they're like fucking roots, and this came from that, and that comes from this, and now this made this, and, um, you know. Did you ever listen to a static lullaby? I did. I never I never actually listened to him, but I know a lot of people who are upset whenever... He didn't die. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. He didn't die? No. What band am I thinking of? He had leukemia. Uh, but he beat it. What band am I fucking thinking? Suicide, was it Suicide Season? I don't even know if that's a band. That's a that's an album by Bring Me the Horizon. 
I will. I am retarded, and I deserved every one of the six voicemails <laughs> you left me last night, telling me how much of a piece of shit I was. So, so occasionally, I get drunk, <laughs> and uh, I had this party at my place last night for the UFC 241, and I invited Kenny, and he told me he'd try and make it out, and he didn't even answer my phone calls. So at three at thirty th- in the morning. Well, I mean, I called you before that, and you didn't answer, but. I was probably oh that's probably still out. Yeah, it was yeah three thirty eight in the morning. I called Kenny six times and left him six voicemails telling him how much of a piece of shit he is, <laughs> and uh, like he said, he deserved it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna disagree there. Jeez. Yeah, static level by um the lead singer had uh, leukemia, and uh, I mean he beat it, but yeah, like. He's the, suicide like, silence. That's who I was thinking of. Suicide silence. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not Did, suicide season. Yeah, didn't the lead singer kill himself? Or Mitch. Is, yeah. Yeah. Mitch died. I've ne- I never listened to suicide songs, but I know like a lot of people who did, and they were like upset whenever that he, happened. They were very heavy, man. Um, <laughs> they're one of the big hitters too. Um, actually, when Mitch died, they threw. There was a whole concert series, almost like the M- MTV Icon thing, but they had all these metal bands come in and they just played Suicide Silence songs. Um, like Phil Bozeman did a cover of one of the Suicide Silence songs, man, and all these bands did that shit. It was, you know, that's a sweet-ass tribute. Like, But it was like a whole concert. You know, they had, I think it was 10 different bands that did songs. Jesus. Like, they were a big influence, you know. They're, they're up there, and... I mean, they definitely stop now. It, like Mitch's voice, like he he could hit those growls like super low. Like I'll play you some stuff. It's nuts, but it you can't match that. Like going back to that, you know, the lead singer wise. Like if you're doing growls like metal like that, it's hard to find somebody like that who's already not in something else. Right. You know, like how do you get? Hey man, can you come over here and do this? But uh, going going back to Slayer, I just wanted to make a quick mention um i'd seen them play at rock on the range and uh one of the coolest things that they did i mean obviously slayer has fucking money you know they've been around for so long but their stage shows are phenomenal and um they played the song angel of death and when they played angel of death they dropped a banner uh behind them and it was a heineken bottle label but it said heineman on it and then angel of death along the bottom and I was like, dude, that's fucking sweet. That is pretty sweet. You know what sweet. I mean? Like, that's, they, they went and got that made. And, you know, that's that's them, you know, like, that's their driving force. They're going to keep going because of him, not stop because, you know, that happened. Uh, going back to the early 2000s uh, and revisiting an old episode, but uh, Hawthorne Heights, um, their screamer died. Uh, it was a accident from what they said it wasn't really an overdose i guess but it was involved with vicodin and alcohol so they found him on the tour bus dead and um they kept going they kept touring i mean they wanted to stay a band they were popular especially at the time you know what i mean that that was huge that whole screamo emo phase and um it was their screamer who who died and uh they just said you know hey we're not going to replace him whatsoever. Like, we're going to keep going. If you guys want to listen to us and you want to hear screaming in our music, you're just going to have to scream for yourselves. I was like, okay, respect, you know? Yeah. Like, they don't want anybody else because they don't want to replace... How do you replace a friend like that, you know? So, I guess from a business aspect of things, if you are that big, like, 
you know, whether someone dies or not, like, like we talked about Lamb of God, you know, they just parted ways with Chris Adler, but you know, he's on hiatus literally. And they want to keep moving forward and they can't sit around and wait any longer, you know? So. Yeah. And even with Slipknot, they, they had uh volume three or no chapter. They had chapter four came out and Paul Gray died. And then the next one was called the gray chapter. Ah, uh, so that, little own tribute there too yeah that was like their thing like the next album was named after him and oh geez the what? only the only band that i can think of that lost an inner in, uh, instrumentalist and like never went on like could never get back together again was pantera yeah you can't you can't have pantera without dying back daryl you, you can't and he actually got killed because even uh you look at White Snake, or was it is it White Snake that I'm thinking of? Which band was playing? Great White. Great White. When the show caught on fire. When the show caught on fire. Yeah. They they kept on going on, and like three people died in that fire. Yeah. Or it was two or three members died in that fire, and they just kept on going on. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Have you ever seen the like the the footage of that? Yeah, it was a really small venue, and they were doing pyrotechnics. So. Yeah, but have you ever actually watched like the whole video? No. It's it's something like it's really uh heavy to watch yeah that's weird because it's one of the fans in the crowd who was recording and you watch it like light on fire and like he makes it out and before you know it that the whole building's like up yeah that's nuts because it was a small bar it wasn't like a big venue venue you know yeah and they they didn't because it pretty much as soon as like one of those sparks hit one of those tiles they were just up because they played maybe like 15 seconds into a song I mean, uh, that's rough. Yeah, it's kind of, this is kind of a heavy episode. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's a really good topic, man. There yeah. are a lot that I can think of personally. And, like, um, I don't want to be biased here, too. Like, I was talking with, uh, my buddy Daniel. Uh, he was on our first episode. He was already a little Jamie there. But, uh, he told me, like, you know, like, oh, you guys are, like, really into bands and stuff. He's like, I don't get into rock music all like that. Like, he's a big rap guy, you know. She's like, yeah, so some of the episodes I listen to, I don't really uh, I don't really get what you're saying because I'm not into that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, cool. I was like, well, we're going to do everything. We're going to broaden, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. We have certain topics on certain things, but... We're still relatively... Like we, we talk about rappers, and all we mentioned was, like, you know, Biggie and uh, Tupac, but... Jam Master J. Yeah. From Run DMC. That was sad. And the the fucked up part is, like, all, he was just in his studio recording, and somebody just ran out there, shot him to death, and ran back out. That's like, fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is me being biased, but I feel like with the rap game, there's a lot of more gangster activity that happens. And, uh, you know, you got... When it comes to rappers dying, I mean, you do hear of overdoses and whatnot, but a lot of times it's gun violence, you know what I mean? Or gang-related bullshit. Or Eazy not wearing a condom. <laughs> there's a picture of Eazy E, uh, and he's wearing his hat is fitted and he has a sombrero on top of it and it says below like man i can't believe he's really ruining a hat underneath this uh sombrero and somebody else commented yo i can't believe this motherfucker could wear two hats but still couldn't wear a condom i was like jesus it's true yeah and that was sad um especially when the movie came out you really got a more feel of it 
and understood what was going on. Like he knew he was sick, but he didn't want to tell anybody up. Oh, it finally fell the whole way off. That sucks. But uh, yeah, he didn't want to, you know, just. Well, he didn't tell anybody like the very end, and, and him and him and Dre made up because you know they had that big rap feud. Because I forgot what Doc Dre song is. Whenever he's like, I used to know a bitch named Eric. Right? I'm like, damn. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <clears throat> but then. They made up toward the end, and then even Dr. Dre raps about Easy a little bit on 2001. Yeah. You know, he's like, I miss you, Easy. Yeah. I was like, man, you guys were going to kill each other in the early 90s. I mean, he did some fucked up shit, though. Trying to keep all the money. Yeah. And keep everybody else down and him rich. So, that's the way it goes. Um, most Most recent death in that community that I can think of that really impacted me was fucking Mac Miller. That yeah. fucking sucked, man. Um, I listen to Mac shit all the time. Uh, when I lived in Pittsburgh, I lived right outside of Squirrel Hill for a little while, and I was like, dude, like this motherfucker grew up here. You know what I mean? Like uh, the album Kids was fucking phenomenal. This guy came out with some shit that you don't hear people fucking rapping about, like, li- like, well, like when, cartoons and cereal. Yeah, or Kool Aid and frozen pizza. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, like. He no, has some really uh, neat shit. I take shit. that back. Cartoons of Zero was not a Mac Miller song. No. I no. was thinking of the uh, Frozen Pizza one. I got it mixed up. Yeah, Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza. It's I a work of art. I ain't talking Mona Lisa. But he even raps shit like, uh, he goes, uh, uh, something, something, I'm making waffles, but there's no syrup left in my bottle. But that's okay. I'll top it off with some scrambled eggs. Gotta work with what you got. And I was like, dude, this is a fucking sick line. Like, I was like, okay, okay. And the whole time I'm just like, man, this is sweet, you know? Uh, and Kids, like, he plays a lot of stuff from the movie Kids, but it's an acronym for kicking incredibly dope shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a sweet-ass fucking album, man. And um, that was a a drug death there, man. Um, I do believe it was fentanyl that killed him. If, yeah. When the... Uh, talk screen came back, but that's fucked up, man. Uh, he didn't reach 27. No, he was I think was he young. died at 26 or 25. So I think he was 25. That's that's upsetting. He, I mean, knowing, okay, he, he definitely smoked some weed for sure. He talks about it all the fucking time, but uh, he was really young when he got famous. Like, for instance, they let him host uh, the MTV Music Awards when he was fucking 19. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know he was getting drunk that night. Like, it's hard to not imagine that. that but, you know, you get kind of hide it. So maybe maybe he blew up too quick, like, for being so young. You know what I mean? But still amazing. And a lot of people uh, were affected by that one. You know, it's, it's weird, too. Uh, me, personally, like, I'll go and I'll, I'll listen to an album when somebody dies and like see the progression especially like with a rapper it's more it's more personal because it's like one single person and like his last album like you can really tell how he's starting to deal with shit in his fucking head like the song self-care like uh the video's fucking crazy he's inside of a coffin like buried alive and i think i have seen that one i haven't haven't listened to a lot of mac miller he starts smoking cigarettes in it it's (laughs) i was like what the fuck he eventually you know climbs out and makes it out but that's I don't know. Is that an innuendo? You yeah. know, he's like, "Hey, man, I'm fucking, I'm burying myself alive right now." And how do you take that? I hope to see some shit by him drop. That you know, that's hopefully unreleased, and we get to hear what it what was going on. 
It's like uh, going back to Nirvana again when um, uh, the box that came out in two thousand. Yeah, you got to hear so much shit, man. Um, but I really like the song off the, the self-titled Nirvana album. Um, you know you're right. Yeah, I think we we talked about that too. But you you got to see where they were going, and it's like fuck, dude. Like I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, you know, it's you don't throw away all your shit though. Like those are memories. You're gonna keep those like crazy. Cartoons and Sierra was a Kendrick song, by the way. I Kendrick? Yeah. Oh, Lamar. Okay. Yeah, okay. Kendrick Lamar dropped Cartoons and Sierra. That's. I got it mixed up with Mac Miller for his Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza because it's it's basically along the same lines, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like same shit. Yeah. I the, mean, who else can you think of? Like, I guess uh, what was it? Uh, Lil Peep had died. I didn't really listen to them, and then. Uh, uh, Temptation, Triple X Temptation. Yeah. He just he just died. I don't listen to that stuff. See, like, yeah, I didn't really I either. I don't like the, the mumble rap game. is just, it's garbage. Yeah. I, uh, like... I listen I listen to a couple Temptation songs, and, I mean, they're fucking bangers. Yeah. <laughs> like, the beats, like, you put that shit on a system, I mean, you're going to blow a subwoofer. Like, and it, so oh, I, I like that. I do like, it's, it's really cool, though, uh, talking with the, uh, like, the Grey chapter, like, that was Paul Grey's album, you know. But then these artists will do like tribute songs because even if you listen to a thank you next by aria grande she says like i wish i could say thank you to malcolm because he was an angel so she's like throwing back like yeah i missed mac miller you know in a way because i mean they dated for what like years yeah and she said the whole reason they broke up was his you know his his drug habit and shit said you know you clean up then we'll talk about it but like she got a lot of shit too when he died yeah like they people blaming her for his death you're the whole fucking reason he probably did it on purpose you left him and he just got way worse in the shit and it's like what do you do man that's toxicity you can't you, yeah you can't you gotta stay cut with that. that out of your life man because i mean when you do that maybe hopefully they'll change yeah and you know personal speaking like i've seen oh, that you, you know, know happen but what'd you say <laughs> we'll talk about it after um <laughs> dick <laughs> well i mean that was the thing too with like sid and nancy from the sid from the sex pistol was the bassist oh, okay because they they have the whole there was even a movie called sid and nancy but they were just kind of toxic to each other and then he probably killed her and then you know in like a drunken drugged out rage probably killed her and then ended up killing himself just, yeah they were crazy yeah I mean, they were already, like, done by that point, right? No, because even, like, whenever um, they interviewed him, they were like, well, where do you want to be right now? He's like, I want to be dead so I can be with Nancy. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's hard to grasp. That's, that's fucked up. Yeah. I guess, uh, I don't know. That's what happens. And then Seven Dust had their uh, Seven Dust had a tribute song too to uh, Lynn Strait from Snot because the guitarist uh, Sonny Mayo from Snot went to Seven Dust and they were he's like hey can we write the tribute song they were like yeah so they wrote yeah, that bro. song and then they ended up kicking him out of the band because the original guitarist was like hey I want to come back to Seven Dust they're like all right Sonny get it's kind of shitty yeah. A shitty thing to do to somebody. <clears throat> well, he, I think he went back to Snot, which, again, they haven't had, like, any... They had their one album in, like, 96, and they haven't... Or 98, and they haven't done anything since. They 
done a few shows with different lead singers and stuff, but no album releases, no no new shit. They have, like, I think five new songs, mm. but those were released over a period of, like, years, so. Yeah. It's not like an EP dropped. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, we got this new one here. Five years later, hey, we got another one. It, the album's coming now. <laughs> Maynard. Um, tribute songs, like for people who died, like, you know, going back to what I originally said, how big of an influence people were. Uh, I, you'd... I have to return some DVDs. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. Uh, but talking about Pantera, uh, Nickelback actually wrote a song called uh, Side of a Bullet. And that's probably the only Nickelback song I like. A lot of people talk shit on them, but uh, that was a song that was about uh, Dimebag Daryl and how he died. Like, you know, he got shot on stage. Uh, I don't know. Like, the the whole song, they go through exactly what happened. They, you know, to, from the background, you could hear somebody scream, oh, my God, please don't let him pull it. And it's some guy with a shotgun running up on stage and fucking shooting Dimebag, dude. Like, that's a weird you know, thing to talk about, too. Like, going from what we just said about rappers, like, that dude was fucking weird and crazy. Like, to run up on stage at a live show and fucking, you know, shoot a person with a fucking shotgun of all things. You know what I mean? It wasn't a pistol or anything. It was a big boomstick. <laughs> well, I guess it was sawn off, I do believe. But that's weird. Um, then you got you know, like attempted deaths, like with 50 Cent, like when he came out, he would literally rap in a bulletproof vest at his shows because people put threats out on his life. He got shot nine. Well, I mean, that was like a big marketing play of his too. He's like, yeah. I got shot nine times. Yeah. I remember talking to who, <clears throat> I think it was uh, like a Facebook thread or something I was commenting on, but somebody's like, oh, something, something 50 Cent. Like, yeah, he, he fucking raps like he got some shit in his mouth. It's like a motherfucker got shot in the cheek. Like, how the fuck do you think you would talk? Yeah. Fucking retard. Like, whatever. You know, he's still out there. Get ri- He got rich and he, he didn't die trying. Yeah. But he was willing to die trying. Yeah, he was willing. Like, he, you got a lot of shit. That's weird with that, too. Like, him and Jaw Rule's beef is crazy, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jaw Rule stabbed him, or 50 stabbed Jaw Rule uh, when the lights went out of the show. And I don't I don't know. I, don't, I actually never heard this before, so... Oh, yeah. Um, we can look it up exactly, but they say it was 50. Uh, Jaw Rule calls him out and calls him a bitch. But uh, the lights went out of the show, and somebody pulled out a knife and stabbed him, and they said it was 50 Cent. I could be wrong on that. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Because that actually bugs me. I will continue talking. Go um, ahead. We were talking about Allison Chains or Elaine Staley. He he actually, he was big into drugs too, like toward the end of his life. The last photo of Lane Staley was like a year and a half before his death whenever he took a picture with his newborn like nephew. And then the only reason anyone knew <clears throat> something was up was because... Um, his the person who did his finances noticed that he hadn't taken out any money for two weeks, so he they called the police and had him do a checkup call. So they go to Lane Staley's you know mansion or house or apartment or wherever he lived, and they find him uh, dead of a heroin overdose. And he'd actually been dead for two weeks. That's fine. And they said they said whenever he they found his body, he was only like a hundred and ten pounds or something. Jesus. Because he'd been so strung out on heroin for so long, 
Because even if you watch the MTV Live and Unplugged with Lane Staley, it's like inside and he's wearing sunglasses and a sweater and shit because he's just fucked up. You know, and it, it's really sad because Lane was such an incredible voice too. Alice in Chains is an incredible band, but like, you can't hit Lane Staley the same way you can't hit like a Chris Cornell, and Chris Cornell is another one that just, you can't have Soundgarden without Chris Cornell because his voice is so unique, and unfortunately, he, he succumbed to suicide, and then Chester Bennington was one too, that he succumbed to suicide, and him and Chris Cornell were like best friends, and Linkin Park still doing some shows, um, with that one, you know, you have Mike Shannon too, so... Yeah, you you got another singer there, but I mean that's that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, Chester Bennington was huge. Chester, going, Chester going was to, more like the big voice though, too. Going back to what I was saying, it was uh, Fifty Cent who got stabbed, not the other way around. Mm. But uh, yeah, it led to an altercation during which Fifty suffered a stab wound and led to the arrest of Jaw Rule and Murder Inc. rapper Black Child, who has taken the credit for stabbing him on record. But Fifty says it was Jaw Rule because he's a bitch. Um, so that's weird. Did I tell you about him um, purchasing tickets? No. To Jaw Rule's show? No. Oh, yeah. He purchased His, like the entire front row. 200 seats. <laughs> 50 Cent of Savage as fuck. <laughs> like the time crazy. whenever he was like, I will pay a million dollars for Floyd Mayweather if he can read the first page of a Harry Potter novel. Yeah. And he said, no, he would give a million dollars like any charity that Floyd Mayweather wanted if he could read the first page of a Harry Potter novel. Mayweather never did it. No, because he, he probably can't. can't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But yeah, going back uh, to Chester Bennington and Lincoln Park. Um, I don't know if you know the conspiracy theory behind that as well, uh, but him and Cornell uh, were supposedly involved with trying to break up uh, sex rings and uh, child trafficking, and there's conspiracy behind their death saying that they didn't actually commit suicide like they were murdered and it's a cool thing to look into it's kind of weird though but you look at shit like look at chester and how many fucking kids he had like yeah, how do you do there's that there's also a conspiracy though it says suge knight injected easy e with aids <laughs> now suge knight is a piece of shit human being yeah because he ran that like i mean have you ever seen the footage of him running that guy over and killing him no He's, like, backing his truck up, and he runs over this guy, and then he runs him over again. So he, like, and his defense, backs over him and then pulls forward and drives again? Yeah, basically. Wow. And his defense was, well, I'm, like, legally blind. He's in jail, but... He should the be... The founder of death... Suge Knight is the founder of Death Row Records for anyone who's done... Yeah, he should be the uh, one in jail for killing Pac. People think he killed Pac, too? Yeah. There's a conspiracy... Everybody theory. says, um... Oh, fuck. P. Diddy knows who did it. Like, they, I think Eminem talks about that on the new on his new album. Like, he talks about P. How Diddy. How P. Diddy knows who killed him. Yeah, he knows that Suge Knight killed him, but he, he don't want to say something. Like, that, that's a whole fucking ball game of fucking bullshit. Like, it's crazy to read about. If you look at the conspiracy theories behind, like, Biggie and Pac, it, it gets pretty fucking deep, and it's really crazy. Um, I actually did a paper on... In college, they were like, what topic do you want to talk about? And I was like, I'm going to talk about Tupac. And I talked about how, like, if you, like, read, like, actual, you know, articles by, like, scholarly articles by, like, professors or 
different people and they talk about the death of Tupac, you can you can see that they're like, yeah, he's dead. But then if you go to like all these conspiracy websites, they're like, nah, man, Pac's alive. And honestly, I feel the Pac is dead, but maybe he's alive. I mean, he had a lot of shit coming. Going along the conspiracy theory, though, you even said, you know, towards the end of his career, he was Tupac Machiavelli. Now, Machiavelli himself, uh, like the real Machiavelli, one of his most famous works is he wrote a book about faking your own death in order to fool your enemies, coming back 32 years later. So everybody was waiting for this release, and he never showed his face again. So maybe he is dead. Maybe he just doesn't want to come back. It hasn't been 32 years yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. If I'm not, I think that's the number, if I'm not mistaken. But so that plays really well into that conspiracy theory. That's fucking crazy. Motherfucker's gonna have a lot of back taxes whenever he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he released eight albums after he died because he (laughs) needed the money. He's like, he's really snobbing the IRS. He'd be like, yo, where's our money? He'd be like, shit, I didn't think this through. Man, yo, my bad, bro. You think he'd go to jail for faking his own death? Is it legal? Um, I mean, gotta if, be. If he's paying his taxes, he's fine. But if he isn't <laughs> paying his taxes, he's going to jail for fucking, you know, tax evasion. Yeah, that's fucked up. But uh, yeah, Chester Bennington. Going back to and that. If, even if, again, if imagine if like because a lot of people think that Biggie got killed as retaliation for Tupac dying. Imagine if the person called Biggie and you're like, "Fuck, Pac's still alive." I fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I feel like such an asshole. Yeah, I am such, I was cool with it until right now when I found out they just, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to hell. Holy yeah. fuck. Chester Bennington, though. Okay, going back to that, yeah. Like, right after he died, uh, I mean, you know, the band took the hiatus, and they took their break and their time, but um, I was watching a concert where um, they they played the song Numb live, and they didn't sing, but the whole crowd did. It was fucking unreal, dude. That's powerful. Like, goosebumps, bro. It was nuts, man. Like, they're, like, crying on stage. You know what I mean? It's, like, they were one of, you know, the first, like, kind of rock band like that that I got into. I remember buying Hybrid Theory back when I was fucking 13. I didn't buy Hybrid Theory until I was, like, 25. Jeez. But, you know, that was, his voice is so good, man. Yeah. It fits exactly what they were trying to do. Yeah. And he's sweet as fuck. I don't know. It's sad. Look at a band like Queen. Queen too. They. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, I was just. I was thinking like it's sad to see that, but like, it's a shame to look back on your memories about all this. Like, dude, man. Like, like I see why people could cry, you know, and get so upset for not knowing a person. But you know that it touched your life in such a way, like that made an impact on you. So right. It's fucked, man. Look at a band like Queen, though, where, like, you can't... You, there's no way you're ever going to play Freddie Mercury. No way. Like, he's one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Yeah. But they're still... They, I think they have a Vegas residency, actually, with Adam Lambert. What do you mean? I mean, they, they have a residency in Vegas. Like, they just play, you know, four times a week in Las Vegas at one of the casinos. Oh, I had no idea. I know Shania, like, that, people were like, Garth Brooks is retired. I'm like, no, he got a Vegas residency for, like, ten years. Like, he'll probably, like, once that's over, he might come back. Because Garth Brooks just lived in Vegas for, like, ten, fifteen years and played three or four shows every night, you know, three or four shows a week. And 
made his money, but I think Queen is on the same deal with Adam. They have Adam Lambert as their singer now. Because mm. they, they're not going to write any music. They're not going to make any more songs, but they, they still want to, you know, play live in front of people. So they play this, you know, they play Killer Queen, Fat Bottom Girls, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Adam Lambert's their singer now. So we were discussing when we first tried to record this episode, uh, irony. Uh, I think it's ironic that Fat Bottom Girls exist. Like, Freddie Mercury wrote a song about women. Right. That's and, irony. <laughs> and <laughs> even gay. Even, like, uh, somebody was like, I love the song Somebody to Love, and I was like, that's about men. Yeah. They were like, wow, you ruined the song for me now, because he's just singing about, like, a mustache-bearded, like, bear. Like, that's what he wants. Big, hairy man. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know what kind of, you know, I don't know what Freddie Mercury was into, so... Teach his own. Teach gay man his own. Yeah. Whatever you like, you're that's cool, man. Whether you're a power bottom or a top, you're yeah. still cool in my book. You can be a twink, a twank, a twunk. <laughs> Bear, otter, doesn't I, matter. I hate you. <laughs> oh man. Uh something else I was gonna say, uh one one band that we didn't touch on, um since we said we would and we haven't, uh fucking uh Leonard Skinner, man. Mm. Huge and that was a tragedy. That was a plane accident. Yeah, yeah. And I forget which member it was. He got out of the plane. Like, the plane crashed. And he ran. He came out of the plane, like, covered in blood. And he was, like, belligerent because, like, he was all fucked up. And he goes to this farmer's house. So here's a man just screaming, covered in blood. The farmer comes out with a shotgun and shoots at him. Yeah, I mean, what do you do in that situation? You don't know. You don't yeah, know what's you, going on. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the the guy didn't know there was a plane wreck. Yeah. So he all he sees is this guy just screaming, covered in blood, like beating at his front door. So he just came out with a shotgun and was like shooting at him. Yeah, that's. And crazy. then Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner went on for. I mean, it was the 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 brother of the original lead singer is the lead singer now. Okay. And then, I don't even know who the. I mean, how many. I think three people died in that plane crash. Okay. Let me double check. I can't remember exactly, but... We're going to have a Jamie soon, yeah. so... My dad is a huge uh, Skinner fan, and... Um, Lion Skinner's probably, like, the one, too, that... You they know, were from Jacksonville, Florida. And they started out... Like, he tells me stories all the fucking time, because he lives in Jacksonville. Like, he talked with them all, all the time. He knows them and shit, but... Uh, he said they used to just play out in a fucking shed in the swamp. Like, that was their start. Like... And they got huge, man. They're like that Southern Pride band. Oh no, Leonard Skinner is like the epitome of Southern rock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you might maybe yeah, you might be able to make an argument for like CCR, but Leonard Skinner is the epitome of Southern rock. Leonard Skinner too. I mean, you always have those people too at concerts are like play Freebird, but it's kind of a dick thing to do. Don't do that at concerts. Don't be that guy. Yeah, it was three people from the band died, but uh, six total died in that plane crash. Oh, both pilots. Yeah, it was um, uh, Ronnie Van Zant and siblings, guitarist Steve Gaines and Cassie Gaines. But uh, yeah, my dad's huge on on Steve Gaines. God, I remember being a kid. Speaking of like. Musicians and plane wrecks. So I just remember being a little kid, and uh, John Denver died in a plane crash. 
So did Left Eye from TLC. Yeah, well, Left Eye died in a bus accident. No, it was a... I thought it was a plane crash. No, it was a car accident. She was in... <laughs> Pull out the cell phone and prove it wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, the vehicle she was in got overturned and she ended up dying. Because she was in, I think it was Brazil or something, for like a humanitarian mission. Yeah, it says traffic collision. Yeah. Oh, who, then it was. it's a Shanti that died in a plane crash. Maybe, and who was the uh, who was the big Latin American singer who died in the nineties, mid nineties? Uh, I think she got stabbed or some shit. Oh no, never mind. Aaliyah. Why did I say Shanti? Was it Selena? No, that was a movie. Yeah, Aaliyah died in a plane crash in two thousand and one. I don't know if you remember her or not. No. She was a uh, kind of like around that time, like TLC and that kind of poppy shit. But she had that song, Dust Yourself Off, Try Again, Try Again. Uh, let me see. Uh, what did you say? Uh, it was a Latin American singer in the in the Latin early American to mid-90s. She, she died, but I forget what her name was. She was huge, too, at the time. Jenny Rivera? No. I think it was Selena. I think her name was like Selena. Celine Dion? No, not Celine Dion. Celine Dion's still alive. She had. It, was it a plane crash? What was it? Give me, give me some. I think here. she got murdered. She got Died stabbed in early nineties. They made a movie about her. I can't. Okay, you. I think it's. I think this is a chick. That you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Keep on, keep on talking. Is it her there? Maybe I'm wrong. No, just keep no. on talking. Okay, no. well, I'm just, I'm gonna keep talking. Keep talking about how I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I don't know. It's hard to, hard to Google that because I, I, I don't know all the information. But that was, you, know, you said early '90s, man. You know, like 2001 and. All that shit. We also lost a lot of people then, too, so. Is he going to find it? It was Selena. Selena. Yeah. I don't... See, I'm not familiar, so I didn't actually know that. Apologize. No, it wasn't. Was it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you piece of shit. I, I suck. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It sucks to suck, but it's all right. We believe in you. Excuse me for hitting this vape. I, I do apologize. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Marvin Gaye was another one, too. Got shot to death by his own dad. Marvin Gaye? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know his dad shot him to death? No. No, he was like a, like he got into like a fight with his dad, and he went, he went, it was like over, like they were having like a family dinner, and he got into a fight with his dad. He went upstairs and took a nap, and his dad came with a gun and shot him. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. an, an intense relationship that you have with your that, father, then. Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine. Like, that's horrible. I mean, being a father myself, like, there's no way I could ever imagine doing that. Like, what would go through your head? Like, I get people get mad, but... Yeah, Marvin Gaye died in his sleep from a gunshot wound. Holy fuck. That's, uh, that's pretty sad. 
And Marvin Gaye was huge. I mean, he had such a good voice too. Yeah. Sexual. I was gonna say, <laughs> Marvin Gaye's the music you turn on when you make <clears throat> love to your woman. You know, like. This is what you get for making money to fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Shouldn't joke about that stuff. Though. That's that's really tragic. Yeah, that is tragic. I'm trying to think of some other some other big ones, you know, that I remember happening, like, especially when I was younger. John Lennon. I mean, John Lennon. Yeah. And that was also another shooting that was outside of rap music. That was crazy. That guy who killed him was like obsessed. Yeah, they said he used to just sit in his living room naked, just listening to John record or John Lennon records. Like he would just sit there and listen to him. There was like conspiracy behind that one as well because, I mean, John and Ono were pretty big on the the movement around you know that that time with the Vietnam shit going on and stuff. They were really against protesting it and had a very influential movement. They had a lot of following with that, and you know there's. Uh, conspiracies there's a, even a movie about it a documentary about his death and uh, they said you know how like people may have actually put a hit out on him yeah that's fucked up John Lennon's you know big Andy Gibb I don't know Andy Gibb Andy Gibb was the youngest brother of the Bee Gees so the Bee Gees were three guys all brothers Andy Gibb was the youngest one um, he had a few hits in the 80s and he died of a heroin overdose hmm and then the Bee Gees went on, <clears throat> well, he was never part of the Bee Gees, but you could tell it, like influ- his death kind of influenced their music because you have three brothers making music. The one who's not in the band died because he was he's significantly younger. And then in the early 2000s, the next youngest brother died. He died of um, complications from surgery. And then the middle brother died. I think it was Maurice Gibb was the... Andy Gibb was the youngest, and it was Maurice. He died from surgery. The middle brother died of cancer, and now you only have Barry Gibb left, and he's the oldest one. That's unfortunate. I mean, that's definitely a band that stopped then, too, because... Yeah, yeah, once uh, Maurice died, um, they just quit being a thing, because he was, like, the... What, the keyboard player, I think? I think he did the keyboards. I'm not familiar. I mean, I know the Bee Gees, but not like that. You know what I mean? My, that's my mother's favorite band of all time. Really? Yeah, that's why I know all this stuff about the Bee Gees. That's crazy. Yeah. Unexpected. Um, big one. Uh, and they start, especially the recently. The thing with the Bee Gees, too, was they, they started whenever, like, Barry being the oldest one was, like, I think 17. They appear on, like, a British, like, game show. Or, or it was, like, a British show where they featured, like, a band, and they, like, played. And he still hit all those high notes. Yeah? It's crazy. Uh, Jerry Garcia, yeah, from the Grateful Dead. As much as you know, people talk shit about them. Um, you know, that was a very unfortunate thing, and still to this day, I mean, people hold him in such high regards. Yeah, you know, like amazing, amazing band. Like all jokes aside, I mean, their music—that's fucking talent. You if know, you want to listen to like an eighteen-minute-long song, you listen to the Grateful Dead. Fuck yeah. They, uh, I mean, that was a huge movement. People still to this day, I mean, like, you can get, um, you know, there's like, like, he, he lost his one finger, and, uh, was it the middle finger, I think it was? And, like, there's Jerry's palm, there's like t shirts, just, you know what it is, because, you know, if you're into that scene, that's, that's a thing, but, like, there's even stickers with that and shit, but then, like, most recently, uh, 
you know, they came back and um, they picked up uh, John Mayer. And John Mayer plays uh, with Bob Weir and I forget the other guy from The Grateful Dead. And um, they, there's a, it's a different band name now, but they um, do. Uh, I, I was going to say, I swear to God that um, years ago, whenever Jake and I did the weekly pickup, the, we talked about The Grateful Dead having a Fare Thee Well tour. Yeah. And that you could like stream live. So I'm pretty sure they've, The Grateful Dead has been done. Unless they came back, because, I mean, KISS had how many farewell tours? Yeah, no, that was actually, that was their final tour, the Fairly Well tour. I remember watching it. Um, I still have, like, I'm two favorites on uh, YouTube, um, but the, is it, it's the guitarist from Fish actually filled in for Jerry and, like, played oh, really? with them. Yeah. Wow. And so that's, that's pretty fucking cool. Dead and Company, that's it. It's uh, Bob Weir and Mickey Hart from the Grateful Dead. But John Mayer plays guitar and sings. Just a real quick touch on Fish, though. Um, I was somebody I know has Sirius XM. Did you know there's a Fish radio now? Yeah, that's fucking weird. They're a big deal, dude. That's such a niche, though. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't listen to them super heavy, but like you've said before, people who are into Fish are really into Fish. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Kevin Martin is like. Oh, addicted to them, man. Like, we fuck with them all the time. I can't but... wait for there to be a ween radio. Because people who are into ween are really into ween. Ween's sweet. I fucks with ween. I do fucks with ween, too. <laughs> they, they they have some really weird songs, too. Push the little daisies. <laughs> They're neat. They're neat. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think, uh, I think we... We touched on some good topics here today. We're, yeah, I was trying to just, I guess towards the end there, I was trying to mention as many as I could. Yeah, I, I mean, we didn't really talk super we, into those, but... Listen, we fuck up on a lot of episodes. Um, we should probably make notepads or something and stuff we think about like during the week, but... Because, uh, I mean, we were never talking about like female leads. We never touched on Paramore. I was so drunk that episode, guys. I do apologize. And I, I apologize for last week because I was super drunk, too. Well, <sighs> All I did was just fuck I was with you. Also yeah, how did drunk. we forget Paramore? And we're talking about female leads. Yeah, Haley Collins, Jesus. Yeah. So there was that, and then we're gonna try and do better. You guys need to give us some input, though. Like, tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear. Like, what do you want us to talk about? And then we can we can try and do better. Give us some we're feedback too. Like, throw a comment to us, you know. And hey, maybe we can touch base on that on a another episode or something. And be like, holy fuck, guys, we actually forgot about blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because even grunge, like, we didn't talk about Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. So, we'll try and get all that back in. Uh, eventually, maybe we'll do, like, a redo of, like, every episode where we're like, grunge, part two. Yeah, we'll revisit some stuff, I think, for sure. So. Uh, but give us some topics, too, man. Like, shout out to Dante. We got another one from him, actually, uh, we can do here soon. So, uh, it's it's nice to have ideas that like because there are times Kenny and I are just like dude what are we gonna talk about this week and we're like fuck I don't know man and Josh then we come up with a vape box and I'm eating a fucking Quaker granola bar yeah I don't this used to be a whole episode just you vaping and me eating fucking <laughs> granola bars yeah just a stack of them <laughs> and just we're not gonna quit until this whole pile's done I'm gonna vape this until this <laughs> bottle of juice is empty my boys. All right, go on to our uh, Facebook page. Give us a like. Find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on 
uh, iTunes. You can find us on YouTube. Be sure to go to YouTube and subscribe to us. That is the biggest, most important thing right now is getting more YouTube subscribers. We're getting we're getting pretty big on YouTube. We got a lot of views on there, and I appreciate everybody who loves the visual aspect as well as like you know the actual talking. Van Dam says he likes SoundCloud better now. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can throw it on when you're driving and stuff. You know, it's easy. Well, he, but... he used to throw it on YouTube while I was driving. Now he just oh, throws okay. it on Sound. He did the SoundCloud. He's like, I kind of like that one better. Yeah. So. Well, um, also, uh, hopefully next week here, like we said, we're going to have uh, Mikhail Russell on. Uh, Mike's not actually like in a band uh, at the moment. I'm trying to pick him up, actually. Uh, but he made our theme song. So. He made our theme song that you guys hear on YouTube every time. Uh, Mike's talented guitarist, and he writes his own music, and he mixes everything at his house. So be cool to listen to him and see what Mike's got to say. But uh, if you guys have any bands that you are big fans of locally... Uh, please do me a favor and drop me a message, whether it be on my personal Facebook or on the uh, E Squared page, because I want to get a lineup. And if you guys have a band that you want us to interview and we can get a hold of them and get in touch, that'd be sweet. So uh, do us that favor and put our name out there. You know what I mean? So, so just, uh, again, like, share, subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube to stay notified. Come hit us up. And we have been the Extraordinary Expletive. We'll see you next week, guys. Keep it classy.